0: All right, that was a mile a minute minute. This is X-Men Minute 46. My name is Brian. I'm Wolf. And this is the podcast that takes the longest running, most, nope, I almost did the Bond thing, mm. longest running superhero franchise without a continuity reboot, X-Men, and we're X-Men it. I messed up this intro, but I'm at 60%, whereas last time I was at like 5%. That's good. <laughs> this weak boy is charging his battery up. This is the forty-six minute of X-Men, and before we get into it, uh, Wolf, I think you may have seen the suggestion, but I went mm. to our group chat of all the co-hosts of these podcasts and ask for an idea and richard co-host of i love you 3000 minutes suggested that the challenge we could do for this podcast if we get five reviews or more is do something with beer and slime and (laughs) the beer for logan and the slime for toad and i think he came up with the slime part because my daughter and i found some edible make it yourself slime in the jello section so, would you like to make the challenge be that we have a spoonful of edible slime, but instead of water in the recipe, we replace it with beer? If it's horrible, then we turn that from spoonfuls to shots. If it doesn't, uh, I, mean, hide,
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't drink, so Oh, it probably wouldn't be beer. Oh, but, no. How uh, about uh, O'Doul's?
0: like that non-alcoholic beer for you
1: yeah we could be we could do some more duels okay. all duels would be fine okay. it, 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 it tastes exactly the same as uh real beer so yeah as I long as you just don't... as gross
0: <laughs> as long as you don't mind <laughs> the flavor like i don't want to force yeah, it
1: yeah. <laughs> anyway that should be fine i mean unless we come up with something that's completely different <laughs> but yeah i don't know i think that would be kind of cool like some edible slime. Made with beer instead of water. See that if would it smells so
0: weird. <laughs> See if it actually holds or not. If not, yeah, it's right. going to be this weird concoction that's going to be horrible to take shots of. Almost as horrible as Goldwort. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right now, if you put five reviews or more on Apple Podcasts, by the time we're done breaking down this minute, We will take the make-it-yourself edible slime, replace it with beer, in my case, and non-alcoholic beer, in Wolf's case, and see what happens. (laughs) Eat a spoonful or a shot's worth per review. (laughs) There's no limit to to how many reviews there can be. (laughs) So go for it. We will put that as a dedicated video on this channel once we're done breaking down this movie. Cool beans? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. All right. (laughs) With that aside, Wolf, what happened? Because this really was a mile a
1: minute minute. Yeah. Starts off that same scene where Bobby (laughs) is telling Rogue... How pissed off everyone she is for using her powers. How she should be ashamed of herself for using her powers against another mutant. And then she should just leave. She should get the hell out of there. You know, um, no one knows what Xavier's going to do. This is the most furious he's ever been. So this is like literally right after that. And it's just like a stare pretty much. You know, uh, Bobby's giving her the stare. like, (laughs) Like, just do it, you know? So we end with her... Walking off. Oh, yeah. And if you notice at 22 seconds, Bobby's eye turns yellow like Mystique's. Which, I mean, it, it tells us that this is Mystique and... She does this a lot in the franchise, but it's like, why would she do that? I was going to say that. I I was going to say it It makes
0: sense at the end where she slips up because she's been injured pretending to be Senator Kelly. But like right now, it's just for our benefit. What was the point? It's no, (sighs) no thing of logic. Also, (sighs) there was something else. Oh yeah. You said 22 seconds. We've only got 38 more seconds in this minute and it's a testament. No, no, no. Yeah, 38. It's a testament that more than a third of the minute has been taken up with this one moment, and it still feels like Mm -hmm. a mile a minute. But sorry, continue.
1: Oh, yeah, you're good. So then we cut to Xavier talking to Scott, trying to find out what exactly what Magneto wants from Logan. So pretty much we figure out that, well, we already knew, but uh, the professor figures out that Scott doesn't really care for Logan that much. (laughs) Uh, And if I had to guess, I'd say it would be because of Gene, but I'm no scientist. (laughs) Um, I
0: thought you were going to say you were no psychic. (laughs)
1: I'm just no <laughs> saying cuz that's exactly Scientist what Scientist is says.
0: much better.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, so well, let's see right after that Logan and Storm walk into the professor's laboratory where he's talking with Scott and they ask where is Rogue and then at that very moment the professor you know, sort of reaches in his mind and says, "Ah, she's gone, which I don't understand. I mean, like, I mean, I guess if he was looking for her mind around the property, he wouldn't be able to find her and he'd be like, she's gone. But he wouldn't sense the conversation, like the heated conversation between Mystique and Rogue. I mean, I don't know exactly how his powers work, but
0: yeah, it's uh, either see. that he read Logan's mind or looked around the whole. So maybe I don't know. He says rogue, and then his eyes shift, and he says she's gone. So maybe yeah, he read like, the whole thing in Logan's mind, like technically, or maybe he read yeah. that it was rogue who he's looking for, and then he really checked quickly. You know, uh, cause coming, look, rogue the only reason I is
1: like the only reason I said that mm. was because he looked like he looked down. Yeah you know and not at him and I, but that it actually is probably how he did it he probably read Logan's mind and Storm's mind and was like oh shit she's gone and also they can't find her anywhere
0: like to double check cerebro is literally there because his powers need to be magnified further so Mm -hmm. maybe if like she found one of those secret passages and then they just couldn't find her then he can go his powers let him extend to the property essentially Mm. so he would have been able like oh she was playing hide and seek i don't know why she's a teenager but (laughs) she's there maybe he was like i know you mean rogue and then in that little moment it's just like a little radar beacon to see who's around and he notices she's missing maybe uh maybe it's faster because he's specifically looking for rogue in that instance we also get this
1: is this is our first look at cerebro right Mm -hmm. yeah we got our first look it it, it starts off with just that door opening and you just see like the platform or whatever you don't you don't notice that they're in a fucking like a sideways football stadium (laughs) you know (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah we get a ch- our first glimpse of Cerebro which is pretty cool it's pretty cool how they showed like the creation of it and um it was a first class yeah
0: yeah that's really cool it brings back that opening moment in like minute two when the whole CGI science thing closed onto Cerebro and then the middle faded to Eric Lencher's opening remember mm-hmm. and let me get your opinion on this after he is asked by Scott maybe it's his way with people how could you tell and Xavier says well I am psychic you know that sound of the door opening as Xavier starts smiling for me that kind of hit me and it may just be me making this up or maybe the foley artists were really clever with it but the sound of the doors opened kind of sounded like a chuckle like a little (laughs) like a little Mm. you know like when someone makes a joke and they're like a little proud but they don't laugh really loud they're like (laughs) yeah does that like, can you play that back and tell me if I'm Let just an idiot or if
1: what's how many seconds is it again?
0: That is at the 37 second mark. Oh,
1: yeah, I know. It's a stretch. About, yeah,
0: it's a stretch, right?
1: <laughs> it, I mean, it kind of, but at the, but at the same time, it's like who knows what what um what the editor or the foley artist did. Maybe as a subliminal something to only be caught subliminally. I didn't even notice it before, but it does sound like if someone were to like you know say something smart and go like, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Yeah. But we had them
0: discussing, again, bringing back the question of, why does he want Wolverine? That's weird. He's Mm -hmm. cool and he's angry and he can't really die. But other than that. All right, now you're the expert on the Wolverine hair. Is this more X-Men 1 hair or is it more X-Men 2 hair
1: at Um, his entrance? um, Oh, when he walks in. That's still X-Men 1 hair. Gotcha. It starts to teeter into X-Men 2 hair after they get on the ship on their way to the Statue of Liberty. No. We will see, you know, <laughs> the viewers, viewers will see. We're going to post a video as well, but uh, you'll see on Instagram how it slowly transitions. Yeah, so on Instagram <laughs> and X-Men, history, you'll see the transition. But yeah, like I remember seeing somewhere like side by side, like each Wolverine hair, Wolverine's hair in each movie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and yeah. you're
0: like vindication w- for my eighth grade self or what was it
1: hey, Right, I will, <laughs> I will remake this you know, someone has problem. understood <laughs> right but yeah so i think that's all i got for that minute Yeah, i think the only other <laughs>
0: thing i gotta point out is that in the beginning we noticed that rogue has long gloves over her hands to minimize not only her being able to touch people but minimizing how much skin she has exposed not for sp- suppression of women showing their skin but but just in case someone grabs her arm on accident, sure, you know, they don't accidentally hurt themselves.
1: Yeah, you know, you
0: Actually, know, without I, I, without these powers, Rogue is an empowered young lady. She would show those elbows. <laughs> it's cool.
1: <laughs> like I never thought about why her gloves were so long before. Right now, that's weird. I've seen this movie so many times, <laughs> and I've been so familiar with the with the X Men lore, but I never thought about why her gloves were so long.
0: Like many things, I didn't notice them until. I've done minutes on them. (laughs) So I Genuinely never noticed that there was like an extreme difference in his hairstyles. I only really thought about how different his body was from X-Men 1 to The Wolverine because there was a meme about it.
1: (laughs) X-Men, The the Wolverine, and Days of Future Past are probably the best Wolverine hair, I'd say. Ah, hair. Gotcha. I I was going to say, man. Physique? Hmm? Physique, probably Days of Future Past. (laughs) (laughs) because you got booty Uh, (laughs) but
0: uh, who was the original who directed Black Swan I'm blanking Uh, was it fucking the wrestler and mother yeah, um, Aronofsky. Yes, Darren Aronofsky, Aronofsky was the original director of The Wolverine. Mm-hmm. He developed it, everything. I think production got pushed back because of the tsunamis in Japan, and mm-hmm. he may have been going through some personal troubles with his family, so he backed out so that he could spend more time with his family from directing. And that's where we got James Mangold, who mm-hmm. I was excited for. I was like, all right, 310 to Yuma. Let's do more 310 to Yuma and less night and day, because night and day is trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I just have a a little bone to pick with James Mangold because the thing that Darren Aronofsky was so excited about with the Wolverine is that there were no other mutants Wolverine yeah. was the mutant that's all and James Mangold came in and quite flawed in my opinion And a lot of people feel this when they see the Silver Samurai, he was like well this is an X-Men movie, I I need to make it more X-Men, more mutants, more mm-hmm. everything that's why, I don't know if uh, the psychic character was part of it the whole time but we got like that woman with the poison tongue or whatever and the Silver Samurai mm-hmm. and all these things and then when he went to make Logan, James Mangold was like I really wanted to make a really great pretty serious movie where Logan's pretty much the only mutant Mm. in like a Western type of thing or like a stripped Mm. down type of thing. And I was like, motherfucker, that's what you were handed. (laughs) (laughs) You could have done that with the Wolverine and Logan. (laughs) Like, uh,
1: did you enjoy
0: the Wolverine? Up to a point. It's Mm. the additions that James Mangold brought in on the script end Really? bad. If, mm-hmm. if James Mangold had directed it with Darren Aronofsky's script, it would have been... would have been a completely different story. It would it may have been the same story, I don't know, but just take out those elements that he added of all that sci-fi bullshit, and oh. it would have just made it better. Basically everything that people, like, kind of complain about that weird silver samurai and the I take your powers with drills! Yeah, all that
1: shit <laughs> sucking the marrow out of his fucking like claws Yeah, shit. it's like like, uh, there were elements of that movie that I really enjoyed. The acting was, was, uh, Hugh Jackman's acting was, was really strong in that one for me. Oh, yeah. I thought, uh, on a, on a side note, speaking of Aronofsky, I think this is a Darren Aronofsky film starring Hugh Jackman, The Fountain. Yes. For all the listeners out there, that shit is, I had to watch it a couple times because I didn't know what the hell was happening. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I look don't on your face. like it. I watched it once. Yeah, like it. I don't like oh. it at all.
1: Were you just like confused as to what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> no. If you are watching this, then you are in a state of, that allows legal use of uh, marijuana. Please partake before watching the fountain. It might enhance or terrify your experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, so two things and they're all, they're both going to
0: involve, gosh, what Chris Nolan. So mm-hmm. just to cap off the Wolverine thing, it feels like Christopher Nolan had a movie and then no offense to this other filmmaker. Cause I think he would have done a better job than it hey, it's like they took a heady Christopher Nolan film and gave it to Robert Rodriguez to direct. (laughs) Like, don't give Inception to Robert Rodriguez. It's not going to be the same. It's going to be filmed like Spy Kids. That's no insult to (laughs) Robert Rodriguez. I'm a huge fan. It's just those things don't mix. And The Fountain felt like Inception if they had cut the budget. Christopher Nolan said that he kept coming back to Inception and tried to pull back the budget to try to get it done, but he was like, I just can't do it. I have to wait till I have the budget to do it. Kind of yeah. like Avatar with the technology, except Inception's better than Avatar, you know. And I remember Darren Aronofsky saying that he stripped a lot of way or pulled pulled back on the fountain to reduce the budget to get it to the budget that it needed to be to
1: make it. I wonder, do you know like the budget? This is getting way off topic. I'm sorry, but do you know the budget we're pretty much done? You can skip fu- to
0: the next minute if you want. <laughs> if you don't want to hear all this other stuff, follow along in the minutes <laughs> on Instagram at X Minutes, put those reviews on on Apple Podcast, so we can eat that god awful hell spawn and mm-hmm. like, subscribe, and check out the other minutes if you're on video. But stick with if you want more movie stuff just for this yes. minute.
1: But what were you gonna say? Oh, no, I was just gonna say, uh, do you wait? Um, the budget for the found compared to the budget for uh, Mother, which one do you think had the bigger budget?
0: I haven't seen Mother, I own it. I know it's oh, yeah, I know it's one. a harrowing, divisive experience, but yeah. It's just one of those things it's, where I'm uh, like, oh, this or watch another episode of Rick and Morty.
1: Yeah, like you got to be in the right mood to watch Mother. But yeah. But yeah, well, let's uh, get on to this. Uh, I'm going to stop recording. Okay. Uh, then,
0: yep. See you in the next one. Uh, are you? Have you already stopped recording? Just the what's your name, sir?
1: Wait, oh, the Wolf Hogan or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> Wolf Hogan. Oh, sorry. I'm Wolf Hogan. I'm Brian Alex Clark. And we're the best at what we do.
0: But what we do are not very fast. I guess I jumped the gun on that. uh will call out all the calls to action because we only talked for 15 <laughs> more seconds. <laughs> See you in the next
1: one. Peace. <laughs>